0: Is a flip side of the process that the flesh battles there's a part for us that the flesh gets in the way and it, it, and I wrote this down because there's we are in the world and we're, tr- we're striving not to be of the world and part of this process is for us and for me maybe I'm just speaking for myself there hits a point where you're Lord what do you see in me that you do this And I believe that the disciples had that for a moment what do you see in me? And it's the right question. But we are living in a world that is constantly pushing us to the surface, not on the soul. And when we're asking God, what do you see in me? We're actually asking him, what do you see on me? Because we're looking at the surface. We're looking at the mistakes. We're looking at the shortcomings. I can't do this, and I, I shouldn't do that. And last week I did this. and I, uh, two years ago, did that, and I can't get it out of the back of my head. Anytime that I see them or or hear that, and God's saying, it's not what I see on you; it's what I see in you. I see your soul. It's not the clothes you're wearing; it's the character that I put in you. In your weakness, I'll make you strong. I'll give you one or two quick stories, and, and I'll, I'll give way for our brothers. The, so Christine does so much with Sophia at school, and, and the first time I had to take Sophia to school by myself, I had the backpack and the water bottle and the, and the sleeping sack and, and all the and all stuff, the lunchbox, and here's me coming down the hallway with, like, my pinky has the water bottle. Not a true story. My ring finger has the, the backpack. Um, I've got her hand in one, and my, my pointer finger has the sleeping bag, and I'm carrying and we get to the door and we open the door, and I hand it all over to the teacher gladly. Give Sophia a hug, and she goes in. And I come back hours later to pick her up. And the teacher hands me the backpack, and she hands me the sleeping sack, and she hands me Sophia. And I'm looking at it like, where is everything? She's like, water bottles inside, pouch, lunch box in the bottom, clothes are underneath. I, right, oh, that was easy. Thank you. She paused and looked at me, and she says, i do this every day. Huh. And I'm like, here's me. The first time trying to carry everything. Here's me the first time trying to carry everything. Here's me this time trying to carry everything. And I get to Jesus and he's saying, I do it every day. I know you can carry it by yourself, but I do it every day. Let me help you carry it. I know you can carry it, and I know you can make carrying it look easy. But I know it's really hard for you on the inside. Let me help you carry it a different way. The challenge that we all go through as we carry, as we follow, as we listen, is that we are surrounded by comparison. And the two comparisons that we have to fight are comparing ourselves with what we think we should be and comparing ourselves with what others make us think we should be. And I share this because if at any point the disciples stopped and thought, what will the other ship think of us? Put yourself in their shoes. We've been out all night, six hours on the water, and we haven't caught a thing. Jesus wasn't in their boat. Jesus was with Simon, Peter. Jesus told him. And if they cared for a second what the other boat thought, if they compared their situation for a second with the other boat, they never take the step. They never have their problem changed for the better. Because they're one well, if they see us put down our nets, are they just gonna stay in land and laugh at us, you fools? Oh, stop the comparison, stop the judgment. Your age is not their age, your stage is not their stage, and when things and you have a path and an expectation in your life, and it changes, it's changing for a reason. It's changing for a purpose. My first real job where I got a real paycheck, I was a tutor coordinator in an inner city school in Akron, Ohio. And I went in and I was going to tutor kids. And I was going to help others tutor kids. And within the first month, they said, now you're the, tutor, the program coordinator. You need to go hire tutors. And, you, and I, I don't know what to do. I'm in grad school. I got classes. I got, I got coaching part time. I'm doing this part I don't know what to do. I didn't expect this. And look at my coworker. She's a rock star. She's writing grants. She's winning us money to make these programs happen. Stop comparing and just put my nose down and do the best I could. That's all. Month later, the grant writing rock star left. Oh, my net was breaking and now my my ship was sinking. Lucas, we need you to write a grant. I don't want to write a grant. I don't know how to write a paragraph. I just got my degree in math. I haven't written for four years. Oh, the Lord will take care of it. Jesus is with me. He's in my boat. And I didn't expect to be doing that. And if I compared myself to where I thought I would be at that point in life, there would be a swirl of emotion and disappointment. But I just had to put my head down again and do my best. I I hope this makes sense because it's really not about me. It's really about magnifying Jesus. It's about saying, if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. And if he can do it for these brothers, he can do it for you. And, and I'll conclude with this. There's a, there's a story we all know. First Nephi 3, the verse that I'll refer to is 7. Nephi has a dream that God told him to go get the plates from your relative. And jeez, I put myself in the shoes of these guys sometimes. And I think, this is crazy. This is madness. God gives me a dream that I got to go to my power-hungry drunk uncle and get our family records. and I might have to kill him to do it, but I got to do it and God OK, Lord, here we go. Brothers, hey, let's go, brothers, we're going to Laban. and we're going to figure this out and God's going to provide a way. And there it is again. Sinking ship, moment be empty net, but no, we chose sinking ship. And as they went, that verse, First Nephi 3.7, that we've known and we've heard many times, and it came to pass that I, Nephi, said unto my father, I will go and do the things that the Lord has commanded, for I know that the Lord has given me no commandment unto the children of men, except he will prepare a way for them that may accomplish the thing which he has commanded them. And, and brother, my brother Chuck, my chaplain, my father-in-law, my friend, he said, you know, I, it, I, the way I remember that is, I know, I will, he shall. Oh, I never heard that. That was, that was brilliant. I stole that. <laughs> I know, I will, he shall. I know. Recognition of God in our lives. Recognition of Jesus in our boat. I will, a willingness, a desire that is aligned with what God, and an openness, that I will saying, I'm open, and a he shall, the faith to recognize who can upgrade our problems and who can take us through the moments. Your schedule might go from busy to busier. Thank God. Take them with you. Your jobs might go from great to worse, from worse to jobless to finding a new job that fills your purpose. I'm talking because I've been there. I went from selling soccer gear to coaching and developing young people through a game. How lucky am I? Thanks God, I get to play a game with kids and develop them and, and be a mentor. There is a thread that God is trying to weave everything together with an and. You can follow me and fill in the blank, your career, your passion. You can lead. And after I was baptized, I had one more year of playing. Every game, I took a knee and prayed. Lord, be with me. Lord, let my actions in this moment glorify you. And I heard, it, I heard some of the young people talking about it in their testimonies last night. Other young people coming to them, asking them to pray for them. Oh sinking ship moment breaking net moment. Good embrace it. I had young people coming, Lucas. I got a problem. I'm addicted to this website. I'm addicted to this substance. I'm addicted. Lord, my boat is sinking. Help me. What do I say? What do I do? It's a good thing. It's a good thing, brothers and sisters. It's a good thing, young people, because Jesus is taking us from where we are in our own heads, trying to do our own things, and he's saying, through the power and the love and the mercy, I got more for you. We can do hard things, brothers and sisters. I got your attention, I love it. Turn to your neighbor. You can do hard things. Tell them right now, do it. You can do hard things. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, with Jesus. I love you, brothers and sisters. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.